What up, people? Schulte here, and you guys are about to listen to a clip from our weekly Patreon episode. If you want to sign up to our Patreon, support the flagrancy, support what we are doing, completely uncensored, flagrant content, you go to patreon.com slash flagrant2. With no more interruptions, here is the exclusive clip. But what I was saying, uh, as far as the phony shit, mm. you being in LA, in LA with execs and all these people in power, yeah. if you know they're frauds and they're corny, how do you do that? And this is somebody who can help your career. You know what? Um, I've, I've done everything in my power to not feel like I have to rely on anybody for my success anymore. Mm. So now when I enter relationships with people, I don't need them for what I want to do. Like the whole goal was build this so that we can have control of what we do with our careers and have put stuff on a platform that doesn't have some sort of middleman that allows me to upload it or not. Right. right. And now when I enter business with like people in entertainment, you know, Netflix or whatever it is, that relationship is very different. I've had the best time. But is that a level thing? It is a level thing. But because we have if to you're create young, it. If you're a young comedian, you, that wouldn't be your no. no. But what I would say is you got to do what I did. Like it, depending on how you want to navigate the business. But like. One of the things I'm most proud of of the Netflix special is like we got to create the special we wanted to create. Mm. And the only reason that we we're able to do that is because we built up so much equity. Netflix was down to allow me to create the special that we wanted to create. Right. If you're a brand new comic, they're not willing to roll the dice on that. But we built up that equity ourselves. We built up the following. We built up the interest and we built up the show. So that's what I would tell anybody is like stop you know, hoping that networks will be charitable. Create your own charity. And then enter this business relationship, and those relationships are amazing. I, I can't say so far. I mean, we're you know recording this before the special technically has dropped, so yeah. fingers crossed everything works out. Absolutely. But so far, I can't complain about a single thing from them. They've been incredibly supportive. Now, that's not going to be a young comic's first time on Netflix experience, right. so I can't speak to that. But what I can speak to is building up enough power and equity where you can have that relationship with the people you do business with. Mm. So, so it's like you're not being fake with me; you're just being supportive of me. But I also created some dope shit that you want to support. And back. Yeah. I just I just see a lot of times, especially walking around, now that I'm in a content business, being with people who can help or hurt you, mm. your my energy changes. And mm. I try to catch myself. Yeah. Like, yeah you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I try to like don't yeah. don't do this because you know he can help you with this. Stay like walk in the room, be the same guy. But also know that who is who this guy is and how yeah. he can help you, how he can benefit you. But don't switch because then you feel like, man. I really don't like this dude, but I know he can help me with this and he can help me with that. And then you you won't like switch you when you don't need them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, but the you got to get to that point. You got to get to that gotta point. You got to get there. And you who's willing get... to get there? Like, I don't know if you're there. Are you there? We no, do. I'm not to the point where it's just like I could walk. But I'm to the point where it's like if I don't like a project, I don't have to take it. If you know, Whereas before, agents would send me on these auditions. I'd be like, this sucks, but I'll, I'll take it. Now I might take it just to do the work. Yeah. But it's like if I don't want to do it, I don't do it. If, and I'll... I've told them, like, if it won't work with my That's podcast schedule, I'm in, not man. doing it. Like, That's a great place to be in. I remember I told my agent, he said, um, Jeffrey, what's the Jeffrey, Jeff, Jim Jeffries has an NBC show coming out. They want you to audition. And I was like, yeah, where does it film? And they were like, LA. I was like, I, I can't do it. Mm, and then like he was that. like, yeah. And he was like, do you understand how much money? Oh, so you're not nervous. A, you're not... And I was just like, I understand. And I understand what I'm doing now is what I want to do. And it's maybe not the same money, but it's close enough that I'm good. And yeah. he just couldn't like. Yeah, I think I would be I would be too paranoid not to take it because I, I'm, I'm. But you can't give up your thing. Like when it's yours, yeah. if it's comparable pay and it's what you want to do, I'm not doing some shit I don't want to do for comparable just pay. For, the check. for what? What's the if it's level up? 
And if it works with this, and I can, and that's what he's brilliant at is creating the leverage. I always say life is a leverage game. Mm-hmm. His leverage is always, look, you can come or go. I'm ascending no matter what. Right. And they see that. They don't, they, you, everybody can say it. Yeah. With him, they can see it. Yeah. I, yeah like my, what, my strategy is create the product, create the heat. And then if there is a deal to be done, let's do the deal. And then that deal looks a lot more like a partnership than it does like I'm working for somebody. And that's important to you. Well, because I get whatever I want out of the deal. Like even when we were negotiating this, we started the negotiation. But my feeling was I have to be able to continue to do whatever I do on the Internet with complete and total freedom. You know, you hear a lot of times like uh, athletes or musicians talk about like these like slave contracts. Yeah. And I understand. I never understood what that was because I'm like, you making so much money. Why are you a slave? Like, right. it doesn't make any sense. But then I started to go, oh, control. You're, yeah, you're a quote unquote slave because you don't have the freedom to do what you want mm-hmm. with your life outside of that contract. So the most important thing for me was I need to be able to keep doing me. Right. And I realized the only way I could do that is if I gave finished products to these networks because if the product is finished and I'm already profiting off of it and things are great, they don't have as much leverage to offer me stuff. Mm. They can only offer me more eyeballs or more money. Sure. But if I already have eyeballs and money, you offering me more. Right. You can't take my freedom for a little more. Yeah. yeah. You know, if there was another league that LeBron could play for where he could make a little bit less money, but he had the freedom to do whatever he wants, the NBA don't have a lot of leverage. So is yeah. it, so would you call that the Chappelle? Is that Chappelle? Is that what he did? I don't know. Wait, recently? Well, I mean, you're talking about when you create your own content, you're the, you're the, you control everything. Mm-hmm. Is it, is that something where I feel like Dave, I feel like Dave, everybody know Dave ignored the bag, he went to Africa, came back, and now he has this, he's a free thinker, he says whatever he wants, he's electric every time he opens his mouth now. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like a lot of times you, you don't, I think as a comedian, how me looking at him is, he's, he's one of few that can do that. Not every comedian can do that. Yeah, he built enough, I would say he, yes. Equity. Yeah, he built enough equity before where you're willing to do business with him in any way you can. Right. Whereas there are some people who like, I was talking to another, you know, Neil Brennan, right? So Neil, there's a show I really want Neil to do and I've been telling him to do it forever. It's so fucking funny. I won't say it now, but I really think, and it's about him and it's just like, it's perfect for how he's funny. It's a great device. And uh, he's like, yeah, I might just like write a treatment and then we could like pitch it to a network. And I'm like, Neil, Neil, Neil just make one sketch of it. Make that sketch funny. Then make another sketch and make the people so interested and curious and find it so hilarious that they're begging for more and then make 16 weeks of it. Mm -hmm. And then by then, you've proven the product. You know it works. You have all the leverage in every bit of the negotiation that you walk into and you can go anywhere with this thing or you can keep creating it on your own. Why give it to a network and then have them look at you and go, well, we don't know if this is going to work or not so we have to create a deal that's a little bit more advantageous to us and protects us, which I understand Mm -hmm. because they're a business. They got to protect themselves too, (laughs) right? But if I show you that the people love the cookies... (laughs) they're going to sell whether they're with you or they're with me. (laughs) You know, like what is the first thing they ask in Shark Tank? How much money are you making on this? Yeah. Right off top. And if it's not profitable, they usually don't want it. I mean, if it's not profitable. We have the ability to do that now. I think you have, you have the recipe. I think you have the blueprint. A lot of people don't want to see it through. They just want to create and let go. And that's, I find myself like that right now. Like I just want to create it Mm -hmm. and then be like, all right, it's going to come back. Something's good from it. But you're like, no. Create it, stay with it, build on it, keep building, keep building, and then you'll get to a point where you don't need anybody's input because the people are going to respond to it. You know, you got something good. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Yeah, that's hard for a guy who's not a comedian, a yeah. guy who's just coming off the field, working for Barstool, man. 
you you constantly have to be in this mind frame like what can I create what can I do are the people gonna like it and you got to push it out there and like you guys have stage work I don't I've never been on stage in my life yeah so I don't know well, what do you love doing I love radio see that's that what I love I, radio yeah, that's I what I was focusing is like what do I love to do and what do I want to do and then I build everything off of those places mm. and then I start analyzing the marketplace and I go what is the marketplace missing. You know, but like, what do I love to do? It always got to start with there because I know I could work harder than anybody if I love it. Right. If I don't love it, I don't even care to do it. Yeah. I'll stop some shit that's successful if I don't love it. You know what I mean? Like, no. I, we can make a sketch that everybody loves. If I do not have a good time on that sketch and it's boring, I'm not doing this no more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, I can make money doing anything. Yeah. I choose to do the shit that I love. So that's it's what I would focus on you. Is like, if you love radio, you're great at it. You know, you are naturally great at talking to mm. folks with a microphone in front of you. So it's like, if that's the thing you love, it's like, what are the ways that you can continue to do that and get even better at that and find ways that more people can find out about it? That's what I've, I've focused on. Yeah, I think I, I get jealous of comedians because you guys get to work out your shit yeah. all the time. Yeah, we always have an outlet. Like yeah. being on radio, like we're, I'm on radio from seven to nine. My brain's not even on, bro. Yeah. So I'm stumbling and mumbling until I'm waking, I'm trying to wake myself up by... I'm not up to like eight o'clock yeah. and I'm blew a whole hour just me being in zombie mode and like blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Comedians, you guys get to be on and vet and talk to the crowd. The crowd gets to talk to you. You guys, you guys kind of, you guys have that, that release, you know, my release is for like a two hours. Then I'm holding back it back up. up. And even yeah. on social media, you don't mind having a camera in front of your face, but you don't feel like, I, I just like that engagement that you guys get constant engagement, instant engagement from the crowd. Yeah. If you're, if you're a content provider, that's, that's, it's everything. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever tried Maybe not doing stand up, but like doing the pod in front or the radio in front of like a live audience. We've talked about that. Um, it's just a logistics thing. What that would look like, how we get, how we would get it done. But yeah. uh, I just like that interaction with, with the crowd. Like I, it's, I've watched you do it. I've even seen your stuff. Like I've seen you guys. You can tell you guys are in your set, and then be like, especially you, you're a bag on somebody in the first row. And that just spawned, that just spiral into a whole fucking rant. Mm -hmm. But that energy will make you go home with something like, man, that was amazing. You know, this fucking Asian sitting down with this Irish, this Irish dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who, you know, how did that date happen? Yeah, you know, yeah. and to go down that and to constantly have that, that kind of, you know, being being fed all that energy and that content, being a content provider, you, it's hard to get that because we're, we're, we're reactionary. I'm wondering if, like, there could be something with callers for you. Callers, I like was reacting too. to callers, like because that is someone that is feeding you something that you can react to. We do, we do, we do, we do react to a lot of the callers. But I, I think for me, I wish, I wish more women called our show. Mm. I love like women from women are they vary. Guys are kind of like oh, we're all kind of same in some around. Women, they just come from different angles. Can you easily do like a ladies' day or like every Thursday Man, we take? I would love to. <clears throat> I would love to do. I, I wish I would talk to more women. Do you have a chick on the show? I, we the last one we had was JSB Julie Stewart Banks. I don't know her. Um, she's a sportscaster. She's she's doing her own thing now too. Um, I forgot who she's with. I think she's with Pluto or something like that. Right, because sometimes that helps, man. Just having like a female voice. I don't know. I I love having a female voice in a room. Always. Like it just always. It's dope because like the way the conversation goes, you're considering what she is thinking, and then I think when like the female listener is is. Taking you, it in, like you never want to have consider. a uh, female co-host here. We don't have a like a specific co-host, but uh, Taylor is in a lot of our episodes. Okay, and like um, she like takes notes, but we also give her a mic because she's hilarious. And um, 
To me, yeah, female energy just yeah. Maybe it is just your you're considering the female perspective when she's sitting right there yeah but the female energy is just and they got to be able to roll with the jokes yeah you can't roll with the jokes get the fuck out yeah but if they roll with the jokes then it's just, just fun, like that? yo. yeah do you, do you yeah you can't roll with the jokes to get the fuck out yeah, yeah. but she's the best Bar- uh, barbara yeah yeah yeah, yeah. She's, she's a wild girl bro yeah. like she's just funny yeah she is funny she's a funny girl yeah karen feehan uh you know karen yeah yeah she's awesome she's been on the show a bunch and uh she's sharp she's witty but then, like you see her take some punches, you like, are we gonna get in trouble for that? Oh, are we good. But yeah. just, ha- but I've never. And you're had to- part of a corporation. You have to worry about like HR departments and shit. We have a real HR department. Yeah. And if it was what's wild now, it's not even fuck HR. Twitter will come for your ass. Yeah. You know, and social media will come for your ass if you show out of bounds. You know what I mean? Like yeah. They, they, we kind of like Barstool kind of has like this sling it or just serious XM or whatever. You say anything you want, do whatever you want. But when you see yourself. Say something that can get your ass canceled. Like, oh, that could get me canceled. Right. Twitter Twitter is where people go to die and bleed. Like, yeah. they would drag you. So, um, like, talking to a woman or throwing, going, having that kind of back and forth jokes, If she, I mean, you're always cautious. Like, man, was that the line? She smiled. She laughed. Man, fuck the line. Go past that shit. See? Yeah, just go past it. I wish I had that. That is the foundation of this podcast. That's what it was founded on. <laughs> Literally, yeah. So we're in a I wish I had world. those nuts. Yeah. I don't know how I I think you nuts. can have them if you're working for yourself. Uh, that's easier because at the end of the day, the only people who can fire us are the people who listen. Sure. Right? Like, yeah. we can't fire ourselves. But if our listeners are like, nah, we don't like this shit, and our listeners would fire us if we weren't flagrant. Man. That's what they're signing up for. Yeah. I said, uh, I was on air the other day, and I said that Tim Tebow was like Homelander from The Boys. <laughs> and people came for my ass. what they say? People just like, oh, you're comparing T- Tim Tebow to be a racist, uh, homophobic, da-da-da-da. I was like, No. I just, Homelander, anytime he's in front of the camera, he was fake. I just feel like Tim Tebow's the same way. And it was like, people thought it was the worst analogy. Really? People came from ass. And I was so dumbfounded by it. Yeah, but you know, we've learned, it does, those people, it, they, we weed them out. And the people who get you, who yeah. are your fan fans, will be like, nah, that's funny. It really not Some like people, that. yeah, some people got it. Is some he fake? Tebow? Tebow? Yeah, yeah. I've been around him. And he's, I, I, yeah, he's, he's. That's really? all act? No, it's not all. I mean, he's, he works his dick off. Yeah. Super passionate about whatever comes out of his mouth, like overly passionate. Yeah. Um, but I just felt like it. Did. So there was one story. I think he had a he had a bad practice before I got to the Jets. He had a bad practice, and the media was just waiting for him outside the gates. He knew it, and so he took his shirt off and ran by the media. They didn't ask him questions. They was just they just showed him jogging with no shirt on. Most quarterbacks, you throw eight picks. You throw you throw four picks at a practice. You're somber. You're upset. You know you got to address the media. He wanted to deflect all that by just taking his shirt off Hilarious. and fucking just yeah. running by the media. So the media didn't even talk about the four picks he threw. They was just like, Tim Tebow's in amazing shape. Yeah. It totally <laughs> deflected from the That's practice. smart, though. Move, it yo, is he? smart. Smart move. But it was also like, bro, like. Stand in the fire. Take yes, his shit like the rest yes, of us got to. Yes, yes. It also shows he knows how the media works. Like, Correct. He acts like he's just this like, sweet little Christian boy, but you he got know how little, to motivate and manipulate Got a little Ellen too. in him. Yes. <laughs> I got you. Is he right. pounding puss or is he a virgin nah, for real? If you Google his, I think if you Google his like girlfriend in college, yeah. she was like a smoke show. And supposedly he never touched her. Head? I think it's bullshit because she was, she was gorgeous. He probably got wild head, yo. Yeah. Oh, he's probably, he's probably a soaker. A soaker? What does that mean? You know Mormons, they soak. 
What is that? They just they just put the P in, yeah. but they don't move yeah. up and down. Yeah, they just, just suck it up. They just, they just <laughs> what? Suck it. That's what Mormons do. It's I've like never a sponge heard dick. That shit. Yeah, they just hold on. There's no way. Hold on. Break yes. this down. Nah. You never heard of soakers? No. Yeah, like I mean, it's a pretty descriptive term. I'm surprised y'all can't really put this. <laughs> so together. if you insert your penis and then you just lay on top of her and then leave it there, don't don't move. Because moving is the act of sex. Correct. Inserting is not. It's called soaking. But how do they get around it legally? That's what with you religiously. It's not a verb. You're it's not, not it, fucking. You're, you're not fucking if you don't move. It's not but an you, action. But you still penetrate. You've penetrated. Yeah, but it's like placing the dog in the bun. It's only a. Oh, that's a wrong analogy. I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I had it, then I lost it. No, I don't know. It's, I just they, that's what they call it. I have buddies who are it's Mormons. bullshit. But I have well. buddies who went to a BYU and uh-huh. they was like, bro, yeah, we would soak all the time. I was like, what the fuck is soaking? Yeah, we would just slide it in, but we wouldn't move. That's I was like, so hilarious. what would you do? We just kind of just kissed, but I couldn't. I couldn't do the hump. I wouldn't. I couldn't hump. I mean, this is hilarious. <laughs> Those are like the Jewish girls I grew up with that would only give head or give ass. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Like, it's the same bullshit. Lot like that's white not girls. Fucking, white girls yo. are amazing. Like white girls, I'm a virgin, but like sucked fifty dicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and got fucked in their you ass. Had sex. All the Catholic yeah. school girls yeah. got fucked in their ass. Yeah, they thought God wouldn't know. <laughs> that shit is so arrogant to try to trick God. <laughs> like God not at the pearly whites, the pearly gates, just like waiting there watching your fucking gaping asshole. Walk <laughs> Come on. But soaking is different because soaking is penetration. Yeah, but it's not fucking. But you're not Did they coming? do that with or without you're not coming. Who I don't says know. Who? Yeah, you can't come. You yeah. pull out and you come. Yeah, but you got to you got to pull out and beat off. You can't come and like you just put it in and stay Like still. that's the lube to beat off? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, this is crazy. Look I can't up. believe that this Some is call right. it soaking, others parking, marinating or the Provo float. <laughs> or my personal favorite, the dock and talk. And yeah. uh, Doc, that's so good. Yeah, yeah. No thrusting, no grinding, no climax. Yep. Just pop it in and hold the fuck still. Exactly. It's like planking, only your dick is inside of a Mormon. That's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, urban bro. dictionary. Yeah, it's a real thing. I play with a lot of dudes who went to like, like I said, play with B, uh, went to BYU and all that stuff, and they would talk about it. They're like, yeah, we we so we used to soak all the time. And the first time I said it, I heard it. I was like, oh, like you know, I'm so salt bath. It yeah. was like, no. <laughs> they're like, they're like, no, bro. We would put the pee in there and we would just. Be still. You think they would brag about how many girls they soaked with? Like, nah, bro, I killed her this week. Five <laughs> different bitches I soaked with. Yo, I'm out here like motherfucking Scotch Guard or whatever that shit is. Scotch Bright. Wow. Bruh. I don't get it. Can you be a soaking slut? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you so be. you're just getting soaked out every right? night, but you're not technically fucking. Nope. But Hyman destroyed. To pieces. To pieces. <laughs> <laughs> to pieces. Bro, that's crazy. I just couldn't imagine, imagine setting that up. Like, hey, you know, we soaking tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck you think going down. Hey, we get are, the Mr. Bubble, we, bitch. We, we are soaking tonight, bitch. It is going down. Imagine getting an STD and you didn't even nut. Right, son. That is crazy. Bro, you could get STD soaking. <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah. Soaking transmitted disease. <laughs> that is so But what happens yeah. if you the fucker that just like, your soak game is so pissed? Like, you don't even have a time to soak. You just nut as soon as you get in there. That's what I would do. I feel like I feel like I'd get it as close as possible, so I'm nutted on the insert. <laughs> so it'd just be one stroke because you technically get one stroke. No, but you don't want to break the waste. rules either. The yeah, dudes don't want... don't want to break the rules either. Both of them are. It's I'm like not a... breaking the rules. I'm soaking and then I'm unsoaking. No, once but you you're not allowed to nut. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't think Mormons are allowed to masturbate if I'm not. Yeah, they can't masturbate yeah. either. Oh, that's that's why you gotta soak, yo. That's very frustrating. Like torture, bro. That's why you gotta soak, yo. <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna take a break from this clip real quick so we can tell you about Surfshark. 
What is Surfshark? It is the best VPN service you could possibly get. What is a VPN service? I'm going to break down the best thing that it does. Let me tell you something. If you travel, if you go to Europe, if you go to Mexico, and you go on Netflix, you have access to movies you do not have access to in the United States. It will blow your goddamn mind. Friends, still on Netflix in Europe. How can you do that from America? Get yourself a VPN. That's the number one benefit for me. That's why I got Surfshark. On top of that, you can s swim in a clean cyber ocean. That means you get clean web. There's no ads. There's no trackers. There's no malware. No phishing attempts. And you can connect this to unlimited devices. Other VPN services give you a limit. You can only connect to one phone, one computer, and one whatever. No limit to the number of devices you can connect to with Surfshark. There's a no borders mode where the internet is open to everybody, as it should be. On top of that, they got a camouflage mode, which makes it so even your internet provider can't tell you're using a VPN service, much less Netflix. I'm going to tell you a little personal thing. When I signed up for Surfshark, because I'm the least tech-savvy Indian on earth, I had to call customer service. I had to chat with customer service many times. They're incredibly responsive all hours of the night. They'll chat you through any issue you get. Guys, this is super easy already, but we're going to make it even easier. For a limited time, you can get 84% off of a two-year plan and an extra four months for free if you go to surfshark.deals flagrant. Now, that makes your subscription just $2.13 a month, and you can browse securely on all your devices. So, guys, go to surfshark.deals slash flagrant and use the promo code flagrant. Get a two-year plan for 84% off and four more months free. It's a no-brainer. Just do it. Surfshark.deals slash flagrant. Promo code flagrant. Now, let's get back to the clip. Well, anyway, <laughs> yo, thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. We appreciate you. Make sure you check out the Netflix special. Yeah, uh, make sure you check it out. Yeah. Oh, thank real so quick, man. Six, yes. six, six. It's already out at this point. Whenever we no, uh, no, no, it's coming out this Friday. So yeah, probably just came out. Just came out. Uh, Andrew showed us though. First people we man, we've seen it. it. Was, you guys are the first people to see it. Yeah. Beat your face in with laughs. Bruh, I got emotional. I'm so fucking proud of oh, Andrew because I man. came up with this guy, but also so proud of Mark. So proud of Alex Dove. You're the here. It's your first. Uh, <laughs> my first Netflix one. Yeah. Nah, but like it was, uh, it was unbelievable when you saw all the work. Like I would come in, I try to take over as much podcast shit as I could because I knew he was working hard. Yeah, but really I saw us, it translated. It wasn't like work that didn't show. Yeah. All the work I saw show in the special. It was so fucking, so good. There were so many times where I just like grabbed his shoulder like, that's so good, they're not even going to get it. Uh, yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah. Well, thank you, you guys. You your own way, bro. You, you, you've been killing it. So thank you, man. Thank Roddy, you so man. much, Love bro. You, all right, guys, you just listened to a clip from our weekly Patreon episode. If you want to continue to listen to that episode, subscribe, join the Asshole Army Patreon. Keep it tight and keep it flagrant with us. You can do that at patreon.com slash flagrant to indulge.